Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Spandice. Are you pregnant or just had a baby and battling back pain or need belly support? Say hello to Spandice. Each Spandice wrap comes with two therapy packs that you can use for hot or cold therapy that lasts up to three hours. And for badasses, today you get 20% off plus free shipping on your order when you use promo code BADASS at checkout. Check them out. Spandice.com forward slash BADASS. That's S-P-A-N-D dash I-C-E dot com forward slash B-A-D-A-S-S. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane. I'm the Lactation Consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And as promised, we're going to talk about milk today. And I keep thinking cow's milk, but you yes. keep going milk. Talking about milk. Well, so. how much milk is it? Well, there's breast milk. Yeah. There's cow's milk. There's, there's almond milk. There's goat milk. There's coconut, all kinds of milk, right? Coconut milk now. and Coconut milk. Yep. All kinds um, of milk. Yeah, there's all kinds of milk. So we got to talk about all these kinds of milk, I think. Because um, people, I get, we get all these questions all the time that people um, are like, when am I supposed to transfer my baby, transition my baby from breast milk to cow's milk? That's a really, really, really common question. Mm-hmm. It's a really, 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 really common thing for a doctor to say. Right. It's time for your baby to drink cow's milk. Right. And so we'll talk about that. So let's, all right. So who has heard that? Like, it's time to start cow's milk. Or when do I start cow's milk? Everyone has heard it. If everyone has ever been to a doctor, they've heard it. I'm not a fan of milk. I'll tell you that. No. So here, this is the thing that I like to remind people of, um, that cow's milk is for baby cows. (laughs) And it's not that you can't drink it. It's just that it's not for you. Right. So you don't have to drink it. What you have to drink and what your baby has to drink is breast milk that comes from you. You make milk and you feed it to your young. That's what a cow does too. Yeah. That's what all mammals do. And so, so drinking the milk of another mammal is just not, you know, nutritionally speaking, it's not necessary. Right. I got this random, and there's so much I could say about that, but. I got this random text from from my best friend a couple weeks ago. Who knows better? I think she just needed me to like verify. But she was like, I'm having an argument with my husband right now. Aren't we the only species that drinks another species of milk? And I said, yes, mm. we are the only species mm-hmm. that will drink another species milk. And she goes, see, he thinks he's wrong. He's trying to prove us wrong. And I'm like, no, he is wrong. We are the only ones that do that unless for some reason that that other species is in captivity and are given something else. And then the humans feed it. Yeah. 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 But if you are talking just regular, you know, out into the world, but cows, I mean, cows are fed, especially if, if it's a dairy cow. I mean, they're fed to process a lot of milk. And they are given things to make them process a lot of milk. So that can be distributed among a lot of places. It's not cow's milk. Like you said, it's made for baby cows. The structure of it is very, very different. Cows have like, don't they have like three stomachs? 
Don't they digest? Like, yes, don't yes. doesn't their stuff like break down between three different stomachs? I mean, their yes, their milk is not structured like our milk is. It's very very different. No, it's structured for them. Right, structured for them. Your, their milk, your milk is specifically designed for your baby, and a cow's milk is specifically designed for their babies. And we are not the same as cows. And now we and you, another thing to remember is that there's a whole industry behind this, right? Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's an entire livestock industry that's going on in this country or in all countries, I guess. Yeah. Well, not all, but <laughs> it's big in this country. You know, it's really big. Um, and we've gotten, you know, we have this is this is one of the things that we can say contributes to a lot of this misinformation about breast milk is because we've got these multi gazillion dollar corporations that are, you know, trying to push their product. So. They're going to tell you all these things about how healthy it is and how all of this. And, and, you know, again, if you want to drink milk, fine. It's there. Drink it. But what we're talking about is when people are told that they need to take their babies off of breast milk and put their, put their babies on cow's milk. Now, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's, again, there's, there's all of this misinformation that, that is, is, that is, leading to them selling their product and that's you know that's their goal that's what their goal is to sell the product but in the meantime people are getting the wrong idea about breastfeeding and it's cutting breastfeeding journeys short it's taking kids off of breast milk early and it does have effects it does and when you're told, okay, your baby's a year, they should be going on cow's milk now, that is kind of like this subliminal message that your milk isn't good enough anymore. It's- right. If they're, and, yeah, and they might not say, like, you need to wean or you need to do this, but that's the message that you're going to get if you're going to hear something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the, the, you're right. And, cause, and, and it goes along with the whole, like, well, at one year, you know, your breast milk doesn't have all the stuff that a kid needs anymore. <laughs> it's just like water. It just randomly turns into tap water. <laughs> you know, which is complete nonsense. I mean, as long as you have milk in your body, it has extremely vital nutrients to your child mm-hmm. absolutely there's no reason that you need to like so just stop giving it to your baby because they're a year no it, right and then there's a lot of people who are like who don't who maybe they don't maybe they don't uh drink milk or um you know have any dairy so then they say well is, is there an alternative can i do goat's milk or can i do almond milk or any of these kinds of things and, you know, because they feel, okay, well, my baby needs to have some sort of milk, you know, some sort of milk. Um, and so can I, can I add this instead of cow's milk? And, it, and it's the same thing. It's not necessary. And, it, and actually, it's not good. Don't do it, you know, before, what would you say, a year? Right. No, Don't you can't. Don't give anything besides breast milk at all. Do not put anything in your baby's mouth. Any other kind of milk or whatever before, you know, a year. Breast milk only. But you know why they say that? You know why they say don't give your baby whole milk until they're a year? Why? Because of allergies. Because milk, it, like the the chance of the baby developing an allergy is higher when they're younger if you give them milk too oh. soon. But mm. what is the first ingredient in formula? It's cow's milk. milk. It's milk. It's cow's milk. So it doesn't really make any sense. Like I, uh, I was always yeah. confused by that. I was like, but 
if we're not supposed to give it to them because it could cause a problem or it could cause them it cause an issue medically but we give it to them in their formula because that's what formula is made out of but that's where you get kids that are you're changing formulas because they're spitting it up. That's causing the constipation. Yeah. It's causing, you know, all these problems. Mm-hmm. So then they go on a super can ca- soy or they go on like all these allergenic formulas yeah. and all this stuff. That's because babies do not digest that protein well. Yeah. They just need breast milk. That's all they, they need. They need breast milk and nothing else. It's all they need. Yeah. And now a lot of times. And, and if you want. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. If a lot of times, like, I think we get in our head too that, you know, things like vitamin D, which isn't technically overabundant in our breast milk, it's there, but we need it for our body mm-hmm. and we need it for the baby's body. So, and a lot of us are just deficient anyway in vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's important. Um, but if you're doing Go solids outside. with your baby, right, or you're doing solids, there's other things. There's other, if you do yogurt, like, you can do other things that are not milk. That have vitamin D in that. The best way to get vitamin D is to go outside for 15 minutes every couple of days. Go in the sun. You will have enough. Go outside. You don't. Your body will make vitamin D enough for you by being outside in the sun. And that's why a lot of us are deficient because we live in these like cold areas and we don't go outside mm-hmm. in the winter. And it's cloudy and you got your hoat and your cat, you know, your cap on and your scarf and the only thing you can see are your eyeballs. That's me. Because yeah. I hate the cold. So I I'm just like, too. all you can see are like my like complete, just like my pupils. That's the only thing I'll let stick out. <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> but you can, you know, you can break, even in the winter, you can be a little bit brave and put your face in the sun and your body will make vitamin D. Yeah. And that's, an, this is another thing that, that they do. And this is how they sell, they, how they sell supplements too. Oh my God, you're deficient in vitamin D. You need to give your newborn baby, you know, these vitamin D supplements. And you don't. I used to, one of the things that they used to say, I used to hear a lot was your breast milk doesn't have, your breast milk has everything, but it doesn't have vitamin D. So you're going to have to give it. It's like, no, that is not true. Your breast milk has everything it needs. That is what the truth is. Yeah. That's why it's coming out of your breast. (laughs) You know, you grew a baby, then you had the baby and then your body made milk for that baby. It knows what to do. It's not deficient in any way. Your body knows. Right. Like I don't. That's, that's just, like that's like saying that your body doesn't know what to do for your baby, and that's just not true. No. So it's it's fine. Like, and there's other things, and and that kind of goes along with solids, and that's a whole different podcast. And I get you know so many people that mm-hmm. are concerned about starting solids because nobody's really given good direction on starting solids. Yeah. Just like they're not with milk. Oh, here, uh, baby's ear, start milk, and you're like, okay, do I have choices? Do I have yeah. options? Is it necessary? Do I have to? Like what? But you're really not right. told. And it's the same thing with salads. They're kind of like, oh, you can start salads whenever you want to. And nobody really says how, what, when, how many times a day. What does it do to the breastfeeding relationship? What do I do now? Oh God, do I, yeah. You know, there's so much to it. Um, go if, if you're really worried, if you don't want to give your baby cow's milk, if you're worried about them being deficient in something, if you're really concerned about it and it's like weighing on your head, see a dietitian. They specialize in this stuff. You know, or they will help you or lactation consult, anything. You know, there have been mamas that I've sent to a dietitian because they were just over, you know, because starting salads with their baby, they were afraid they weren't going to give enough of something or they were going to give too much or they were going to cause an allergy or they were going to, you know, and it's like their doc, they felt yeah. like they didn't have any guidance. 
you don't. Well, and the doctors to- don't know. This is they they don't know. Your doctor knows medical stuff and breastfeeding and diet are not medical stuff. They're not trained in this area. It's not their fault. You know, they 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 if there's something wrong with your baby, they can fix it. But just giving you guidance on breastfeeding and and diet is not their thing. And, you know, a lot of doctors, they come up because we rely so much on doctors. So doctors have, you know, they've come up with these these, you know, things to tell moms kind of based on usually opinion. And 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 it's not all that helpful. (laughs) Usually it's not that helpful. And I, I had a my very, very first pediatrician with my very, very first child was this woman who was like 10 years younger than me, just out of school. I was just going to tell you to tell this story. I don't know. Because I remember this story. I was going to tell you to tell it. Yeah. Oh, God. So she goes, um, well, I don't know if I'm telling the right story because I have a lot of stories about her. But (laughs) she's like, she goes, um, so you can start. I can't remember how old he was because we did not make, I don't think we made it to six months with her, but maybe it was four months. And she's like, so you can start giving him solids now. So what you're going to do is you're going to start with rice cereal and then you're going to do a vegetable and then you're going to do a fruit. And I, and I started hearing things about rice cereal. And so I was like, I don't really want to give that to him. So I said to her, I said, why do you start with rice cereal? And she looked at me and she went, hmm, I don't really know. That's just what they tell us. Great. That's great. <laughs> okay, you really got your money's worth with that uh, MD there. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I was just like, this is not helpful at all. Like, you know, and and, and she just didn't know. She was like a pe- she went to pediatrician school, and they're like, say this, say this, say this, and you know. If there's any for anything medical, I take my children to my pediatrician who, by the way, I have a new one and, and you know, he checks their ears and their eyes and listens to their heart and all these things. And I will always take him there because that's what their job is mm-hmm. to make sure that they're developing correctly and that they're medically well. But I don't go to him for nutrition advice or for lactation advice, just like I wouldn't go to him for fashion advice because it's not his thing. You know, what about behavioral it's not what advice? he's trained in. Like <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's the last thing I would, you know, no, I would never, you know, I wouldn't ask him advice on things that are just not his thing. No. But we end up, but we end up, we do this to doctors too. Culturally, we do this because... There's no, we have nobody else. We're so isolated. We have so little information at our fingertips. Actually, we have too much information at our fingertips. It's confusing and it causes panic. And then we go to our doctor and we're like, what do we do about this? And they don't really know, but they've got their opinions and things they've heard and things that are protocol and procedure and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then they tell you, well, you know, you got to start cow's milk at one year. You got to start the rice cereal or, you know, don't do this and do that and give the vitamin D supplements and. It's not based on anything. It's not based on science. It's really... Science is that your baby needs breast milk and nothing else Mm -hmm. for at least six months. And then you maybe, you know, start some solids. But you don't need to add cow's milk ever. No. We take what our doctors say as gospel. Like we and we Mm -hmm. we really trust like it's such a trusting relationship. And yeah, I really feel like some of them take that and run with it. 
you know, and it, it really should. It should be a trusting relationship and it should be a relationship where you can say to your doctor, you know what? I don't know if I really want to start cow's milk right now. What are my other options? And your doctor should sit there and talk with you about it. Like this is it should be a mm-hmm. relationship. But it's just right. it's kind of gotten past that, you know, like it just this is what you should do because this is what everybody's told. And OK, I'll do it. Cow's milk one year. Cow's milk. Let's go get it right now to the store. It just doesn't need to be like that. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And I, I was, I, when I was, um, my mom is still kind of from that, that world where like milk is good for you. Why would you not drink milk? It's good for mm-hmm. you. I haven't drank milk in a long well, time. Well, that was like how it was advertised. Oh, yeah. It was like, there were all this like, you know, it was like, I grew up with the whole like milk. You have to have milk. You have yeah. to have cow's milk. Oh my God. It's like, you're, you're going to die if you don't drink cow's milk. It's just, you know, you have to have it. It's got all this stuff. It's wonderful. Da, 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 all this stuff for you. I do not force my kids to drink it i don't encourage them i have one out of three that actually drinks milk they don't even say that to. about milk anymore no yeah not at all and i don't care that they don't drink it like it's fine with me that you don't drink it i'd rather you didn't but it just there's others there's so many other things and like you were saying before there's all these other types of milks now and we have more people that are vegetarian we have more people that are vegan we have more people drink you know having kind of an alternate feeding or feeding lifestyle an alternate eating lifestyle there's so many other choices you know there's there's so many other choices and some people will do like coconut milk instead or you know almond milk or a mix between the two or whatever it's whatever i mean there's options right. or if you're like my family i mean we don't drink milk at all yeah. i mean some i have almond milk around here sometimes because i make milk with or make things with it yeah. sometimes but we just don't like milk. We don't like it and we don't have to drink it because it's not for us. You know, we don't have to. It's not necessary. It's not nutritionally necessary. And um, my kids, you know, drank breast milk for a really long time. And that's what they, that's the milk that is designed for them. Now, sometimes I'll have moms that will ask me about, because um, they want to stop pumping at like a year, you know, maybe it's a mom that went back to work. Mm-hmm. So she's pumping while at work so that the baby can have bottles. But now the baby's a year. So they want to give something in a cup instead. And I've had them say, I don't really want to do the cow's milk. You know what? I know it sucks to pump, but maybe pump a little bit so that your baby can have some milk in a cup. Like you can put breast milk in a cup. There's nothing wrong with that. You Or if you have a stash, yeah. you know, away in I your mean- freezer, you can put that in a cup and give it to your baby. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to end. Just because. Right. But you, know. you can also, I mean, if you go back to work and your and your kid is a year and you want to stop pumping, then stop pumping. I mean, like if you're you're breastfeeding when you see your child and then when you're when your child's away from you, they're going to eat a little bit of solids and they can have water. Right. Yeah. I, I always tell them right? that too. Like you right? can do water. I mean, water. Water is something that your body needs, mm-hmm. and it is something. And, and, you know, we think, oh, well, God, but there's no nutrients in it. Well, it's still your 70% of your body is made up of water. <laughs> and that's what you're – that is, like, what you're supposed to drink when you're, like, eating. Yeah. And your baby – that's what your baby can drink when you're, you know, they're at home. You're, they're, you're away, and you're they're eating a little bit of solids, and give them a cup of water. I mean, there's just, you do not. They don't have to have a big cup of milk. It's not, you know, they have to have that breast milk, you know, on demand for that first year. And then, and then you can start adding in, in, in the water. Right. 
And you don't have to add in anything else. I never added in anything else. And you, nobody has to do like exactly what I did. But I mean, you know, it's it's just not. I mean, we're talking about things like we're talking about choice versus necessity, right? Absolutely. I mean, so and really this milk thing is this milk thing is choice. It is 100 percent the the non breast milk, the non human breast milk, all the non human milk is all choice. So it's all like what you like in your family and what you're going to have around. So when I first have a cute little story, too, when I first um, started working in this field, I worked under this amazing lactation consultant. Oh, they were all amazing that I worked with. But this one, she was just, I learned so much from her. And I worked at the hospital with her. And she was doing like a little training for like, think like student nurses that were in or something like that. And they were talking about like um, when other, you know, like nursing somebody else's baby or um, what is, why am I blanking on what that's called? Why can't I think of what that's called? What is it called when you nurse somebody else's baby? Um, um, wet nursing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I could like wet not nursing. even think of that, but we were talking about wet nursing. We were talking yeah. about like, you know, giving <laughs> milk to so like, I couldn't totally blanked out giving milk to, you know, a different baby that's, you know, and these nurses were like, and they were student nurses, they were young and they were like, what you, you would give somebody else, you would give another baby your milk or you would give your milk, you would give your baby somebody else's milk. Like that's something uh. that you can do. And she, the the woman that I work with, she goes, they're like, well, you don't know where, where it came from. And the woman that I worked with, she goes, but you don't know where that cow's been either out in the field. Yeah, you don't know what right. that cow's doing, but you're just blindly drinking that milk, aren't you? And it's like, it really, no, this, yeah. like, if you think about it, it's kind of true. Like, you mm -hmm. don't know, it comes in a carton and you don't know what happened to it or where it was or anything, how it got to where it is. Yeah. Well, this is how powerful culture is, right? I mm -hmm. mean, like we've made milk, cow's milk, totally culturally normal and acceptable. And it's more normal and acceptable than our own milk. Our own so milk. you think like, yes. you know, our own milk from our own bodies that was made for our own babies. And so, you know, you wouldn't think twice about like just chugging down cow's milk, but you know, and then then you think, well, what about donor milk? Or, you know, maybe somebody could pump for my baby. And then it's like, ew! People freak out! Oh, my God! Yeah, people really freak out about that. It's crazy. When it's actually, like, it's actually far less weird. If you, you know, like you said, like, if you're thinking about it that way. I read a blog, you know, and I know we've got listeners from um, all over the world. And I would love it if one of our listeners from around the world would chime in with this and send us an email because I did read a, an article once from a woman who was in, she was visiting, visiting another country. I want to say Malaysia, but I can't remember for sure. Mm. And she said that the family that she stayed with would just put a pitcher of breast milk on the table. They're like, it's food. We eat oh, food. Cool. That's what you do with food. You eat food. So it, and it's food just like any other food. And it goes with the restaurant. And I was like, that is fantastic but at the same time it's so yeah. different from what we would ever ever see ever yeah you know because there's like it's also because breast milk is fine for adults too yeah like you know breast milk you can serve it to the other adults in your house and i know everybody's going ew right now but again <laughs> this is culture doing this to your this is like how this is like the culture's influence on your brain because that is 
But that is gross to you, but not drinking, you know, milk that came from the udders of a cow. Yeah. You know, but 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 I mean, you know, and and you can like I hear moms are like, well, you know, they're like hand expressing. Yeah, say they're out, you know, and and they you know they need to just like hand express a little milk, and they'll just like put it down the sink. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you could just drink it. You could drink it yourself. It's totally fine. Totally good for you. It's like really good for you. I know people get so offended. Like I got sprayed with breast milk the other day doing a visit. The baby popped off for a second and the the breast milk went squirting and she she was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't care. Too bad I didn't like aim it for like that blister that's on my finger, you know, like, but like, it's not, it's, everybody's afraid of it. It's not, it is, it's a food, Uh (laughs) something that keeps your baby alive. It has been known to yeah. kill cancer. I, like, just it's right. no, it's fine. It's not going to hurt. And people like all the time. And I'm sure you've heard this too. When women are pumping at work and they put it in the fridge or something, people are like, "Oh my god, I don't want to accidentally put it in my coffee. I don't want." What would happen to you? What yeah. would happen? Why to you? put it in your coffee? It's better than the like, yeah, the high fructose corn syrup, like uh, you know, vanilla hazelnut, vanilla whatever creamer that people put in their coffees. Like, Which is good, by the way. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. But like, there's nothing. Nothing is. It's going to cure what ails you. That's what I always tell people. Like, what if I drink it by accident? Right. It's going to cure whatever ails you. That's what's going to happen. Like, it's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But our society is so freaked out by drinking our own milk, and we would rather prefer well, the milk of another yeah. species. And this is the win. This is the win of the milk industry. Mm-hmm. You know, they they. They get to sell so much milk based on, and they they were a part of this, of this change in thinking. Yeah, and now they make billions and billions and trillions—not even billions, way more than that—on selling y'all milk. You know, which is cool. You know, a lot of people really like it, but you know, it's not a necessary part of our diet. Think no. of it as like, you know, all the other favorite things that you that you you know, eat that you don't necessarily need. And you all know what I mean. Right. Your Snickers bar, your bag of chips, or whatever. I know. It's fun to eat, and some people really like drinking it, and that's fine. But it's not, you know... It's not needed. Don't freak out that your baby's not having. Don't worry about it if you're... Because I... Like, I probably get more people that say, my doctor said I should start cow's milk, but I really don't think I'm ready to. I I didn't really want to go that route. What do you think? Like... Mm-hmm. I think listen to your instinct, you know, like, but I think we, mm-hmm. we go to our one year appointment with our baby and we are told A, B and C and we think that that's what we really need to do. And it's, it's, you have choices. And if you don't want to totally. give milk, then don't give milk. It's really okay. Do other things. Continue to breastfeed, yeah. drive on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's don't fall into the trap. No, don't. Yeah. Well, I think that that pretty much sums it up, right? I yeah, I think we totally like bashed the milk. Industry. I think we I think we busted that myth. I think we, we busted did. another myth. We did. We busted a myth. It's very fun. We got it. It's gone. Yeah. And someday we'll do a I don't even know if it's on the list to do a starting solids, but we should probably put it on if it's not on. Oh yeah, yet. we should totally add that because we'll that's a big question. It. Yeah, yeah, and we'll go into the milk thing again. If you didn't have enough of milk today, then 
hold out and wait for our starting solids whenever that might be because we'll talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> and we will see you next week or we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Spandice. Are you pregnant or just had a baby and battling back pain or need belly support? Say hello to Spandice. Each Spandice wrap comes with two therapy packs that you can use for hot or cold therapy that lasts up to three hours. And for badasses... Today, you get 20% off plus free shipping on your order when you use promo code BADASS at checkout. Check them out. Spandice.com forward slash BADASS. That's S-P-A-N-D-I-C-E dot com forward slash B-A-D-A-S-S.